Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. With me in studio, I have a guest called Caroline. After many years of infections and knee replacements, her she suffered a leg amputation, which has had a very debilitating effect on her life. But now a pioneering surgery option in Australia is offering a new hope to Caroline. Joining me now, Caroline McGrain from Ballyfermot. How are you doing, Caroline? Thanks for Hi, coming in. Hi, how are you? So tell us a little bit um, about your story. How did the knee replacement start in the first place? Um, well, basically at 37, I got arthritis. Right. And I had a knee replacement on my right knee and that was fine. And then I had one on my left knee at 38 and it became infected. Just after the surgery became infected? Yeah. Is that quite common or do you know? Um, Not very common now, right. but it was a rare infection. How it got in there, I don't know, but it was a rare infection. Yeah. So I ended up then, I got it replaced again after that, a second replacement and it just got worse. The it infection got worse? Yeah, it got okay. worse and went septic and so it was literally... A battle, you know, into hospital all the time, knee revisions, you know, pick lines in, antibiotics, this went on. God, I think I fought for about 14 years. 14 years? 14 years, years wow. yeah. And was the pain it. incredible? Like, Oh, God, you're unbearable. So what unbearable. were the surgeons saying? Well, basically, they said, look, they couldn't get rid of the infection. Yeah. So they said there was no more they could do. So I had to have it amputated. How did you react when they told you, like, did you think that amputation was on the cards or did they just kind of did drop from nowhere? I, no, I did a little bit because, I mean, the battle was so hard and long and it just wasn't working out that I just felt, well, I kind of had an idea it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But when it actually said to you, it's it's literally shocking. Okay. Totally shocking. And do they did they say that they would amputate from the knee down or what was the plan around that? No, they, they had to get rid of the knee completely. Because so that's what was infected. Above knee. Right. Yeah. So I had it amputated. But then what happened, I thought it was my happy at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. It actually was worse. After fighting like a tiger to save it, then I was into another battle. It was, was too it short. Was again? Or? No, no. It was just that it was where the consultant, the point where he cut it at, it was just too short. So There's not enough okay. leg. And my femur is tiny. It's only about six centimetres. Okay. And from my hip down, the limbs are about 14 centimetres. It's teeny tiny now. So you need a bit of femurs for people listening. You need a longer kind of stump, let's say, to have a prosthetic leg. To hold it on. Right. To hold the socket on. So um, the National Rehab Hospital, they were out of this world. They tried every system, every socket, everything. I mean, 40 year old systems. Right. Okay. Bells tied around me, across me, you name it. Holding it in with a pin, holding it in by suction, everything. But it was falling off, it was rotating. It was actually dangerous. Yeah. So I couldn't wear it. Yeah. I couldn't wear it. And um, so my only hope now mm-hmm. is to go to Australia to um, Mumjad Amadeiras. He's a pioneering surgery of this, of audio integration. Okay. He's done about 400 of these surgeries. And what happens is they get... So these are particular surgeries for the shorter yeah, limb. Yeah, they can't get it done in Ireland at all. Because no one is qualified or because they don't have experience or what? Because no one's qualified, no right, one's okay. trained. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Mumjid was a refugee and he was interned for two years. A refugee where, Caroline? Australia. Okay. Australia, yeah. So um, From where? From um, Iraq. Okay. And he left, you know, under bad circumstances because... Basically, he was told one day uh, an army truck pulled up and 
this guy came in and said, look, to, to Mumja's consultant, you'll have to, I want all these guys' ears amputated because they want to run away and they won't listen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what happened was the consultant said, no, I'm not doing that. And they shot him in the head. So Mumjid was next. Okay. So he knew he I either stay. Yeah. Or, you know, he couldn't, he just couldn't do that, obviously. So he decided to hide and run away. So he got on a boat that evening to Australia. So he was a refugee. So now he's operating he's, in Australia. He, yeah, and he's, he's a top. How have you like, gotten in touch with him or how did you come across him? Um, I came across him because there's uh, three guys in Ireland that had ASIO integration. Okay. And there's only three guys in the whole of Ireland. And when I have it done, I'll be the only woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. And did they all go to Australia to him? Not all of them. Some one of them did. Yeah. But the others knew about him. Yeah. So that's how I came across. And I, I got number three secretary. I got on and very privileged. He's, you know, he's he's seen my x-rays. He's been on to me. We've done Zooms and everything. And. He's absolutely quite willing to look after me. But it's my only hope now. That's it. I either get to Mumjit or I will never ever walk again. And so tell me how that. So I know that I came across your GoFundMe page and we can give the link to that at the end. But so what are the operations of this, to to use a strange word? So you will travel to Australia. How long will you need to be there for? and, And what's the process once you get there? Well, the process is so I'll be in Australia for about six, seven weeks. Mm hmm. So I'll be there a week and they'll just do all their tests, you know, all that stuff. And then I'll have the surgery and then we'll do rehab. Yeah, you obviously can't come back straight yeah, away. Can't come back, no, and then, yeah, And then we'll do rehab. And then um, he said to me, Caroline, you will walk on the plane going home. Oh, that would be amazing. They are it? magic words, absolutely magic. So it's just been really, really tough. I mean, also, I mean, I get up in the morning. I just want to feel two feet on the ground, two shoes. And tell us about your quality of life now. I see you've come into studio on crutches. Yeah. Is that how you uh, get around usually or do you have do you no, need other aids? No, if it's a short distance, I can only park a few seconds away. I can use the crutches and come yeah. into you. But normally I'm in an electric wheelchair at home right. and I have a mobility bike and that's it. I can hop from the hall in the house out to the car, but that's it. You know, yeah. and you're literally, you know, there's a beautiful park across the road and you're looking at everyone walking their doggies and you know, walking with her partners and holding hands. And I mean, that's all I want. Just as simple as that. Looking super special. Just to go for a walk with my little doggy, walk with my husband, you know, have a bit of crack, you know, just to be able to even like go and and dance. Oh, yeah. You know, just to go and have a little dance. would be lovely. But just to walk, be able to go into a grocery store or walk around and get groceries. You're not, you're completely, it's like, your freedom of will is handcuffed to that wheelchair in the house. Yeah. And it's really, really hard. So we started GoFund because it's going to cost all in all about 120000 Is that because the surgery is really expensive? The surgery is surgery's there, yeah. really expensive. And then like, you know, you have to get a microprocessor leg. That's about 30000 So like, that's what that's why we started the GoFund. So we're at 42000 now. Oh, fair play. How long has it been running yeah. for? Oh, I think about 10, 11 weeks. Right, okay. And people are, listen, it's humbling. People have been so generous, so supportive. I mean, my Slimming World group, Martine Slimming World group in Clendalk, and they had a big quiz. They got 2,000, as like Lockmaiton Community Centre, you know what I mean? They they did a big coffee morning. We had, you know, another girl from, she's... um. No Filter Fitness. She does a step marathon indoors. 
just so much being done for me. And, you know, even Wheelworks, their bike shop in Clondalk, and they gave me bikes, uh, raffle, and people Everyone's have been great. Now, the next thing we have, we have the women's mini marathon. Okay. So, so we have about 24 that, people doing that. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's the next thing. So we're actually looking for people, you know, to do that and get sponsor cards filled out and things like that. So. So you're looking for 120 grand and is that like is there a date set for this or when are you planning have you talked to the doctor well, about that well it's you know what to be honest Stephanie as of yesterday because I haven't been wearing a prosthetic I haven't been doing any weight bearing with this limb or that femur my femur is grey so the, the what femur does that mean? Like, like my bone the calcium's going out of it okay, it's, so it's dying because does it's just sitting there inside my limb and I'm not using it Okay. So it's it's in trouble. It's like my right leg when you see next ray, lovely calcium, a lovely white, lovely bone and everything. But this one is is like it's fading away because it's literally dying because I'm not using it. And so if you get a prosthesis now, can it come back and it re- regenerate? Like, can, can you? Or, yeah. Or is it a sense that if it gets too far, like if we leave this too long, you won't actually be able to use it? No, I won't. I won't. I won't be. You see, mum did puts a titanium bar. Okay. Inside your femur. Wow, okay. And then the the bar is left partly outside your limb. And then he puts an attachment on that and you attach your leg to it. So you don't have to wear any sockets either. So that's why it's perfect. You're just literally working a leg, you yeah. know, a prosthetic. You're not, you don't have to wear a socket. There's nothing else. You're just using your own limb. Yeah. So you know, it's like, it's really crucial. And what supports are there, you know, like... For people like you, like you said, there's only you're going to be the fourth person who has this done. Yeah. There's only three others. Are there supports for amputees, sort of peer support rather than maybe clinical support? Or no, not really. You mean as far as osseo integration or as amputees in general? I mean either. Well, amputees in general, I think there's a wall of silence in Ireland for them. Okay. I, I came home and there was literally nothing. Came home from where? When I came home from hospital. Oh right, okay. There was nothing, so I decided to start. There's no groups or anything, so I started a group. Oh cool. It's called Amputee Ireland and Beyond, and it's a private group on Facebook. So I started that, and it's great. I'm about two hundred members, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's great for families of amputees and amputees because, you know, they they get on and they can ask any question. What kind of questions are you getting? Well, you get people saying, look, my mom, you know, ended up having an amputee last night all of a sudden and we don't know what to do. You know, where do we go? Who can she talk to? Because when you're in hospital and, and you have your limb amputated, there's no one to talk to. There's right, no okay. amputees. There's no one to ring. You just go home and obviously, you know, you're surrounded by your loving family and your fabulous friends and fantastic support as I was. But people who've actually gone through yeah, it. Yeah, people who've gone through it because you're actually grieving. Yes, yeah. You know, the 52, you lost. I lost my leg. So you're actually grieving. It's like you've lost your mom or your dad or because you're actually grieving because I can feel sitting here now, I can actually feel my leg still there. Like phantom. Phantom leg, yeah, and phantom pain. Like phantom limb is different. A phantom limb is you feel your leg. Right, okay. And phantom pain is pain in the phantom limb. And do you have both yeah. or sometimes? Yeah, I have both, yeah. Because my brain is still searching for my leg because I, I haven't been using any part of that limb because it's just sitting there. You know, there's nothing on, on the end of it. So my brain is still holding on to my... So through that Facebook work, you're able to get support for each other and... Uh, yeah. So... And then you can ask questions. There's nowhere to, to ask questions about being an amputee, what your entitlements are. You know, like if, if you have strange pain, what's that all about? There's absolutely nothing. 
And so just you have two hundred. Are they mainly Irish people, or, or I know it's and beyond, but. Well, mostly Irish, but there's a mixture. There's a mixture. There's a yeah. mixture on it, yeah. So I mean, it's there. If anyone wants to use it, they're more than welcome, and it's private. And I, I, I so bet everyone going on it to make sure, because it's very personal. Yeah, yeah, it's Do very personal. Give us the details of the GoFundMe so that people can, uh, if they want to donate yeah. and support you. Well, the GoFundMe. Um, if you look for uh, Caroline's dream, yeah, on uh, go um, www.gofundme.com, or even we're on Instagram. It's all, once you look up Google Caroline's Dream. Okay. It'll all come up. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Caroline's Dream as well. So once you do that. And people uh, can donate to the GoFundMe or they, they can, can donate. if they want to do something like the Women's Mini Marathon, they yeah. can do it in, yeah. in your name. Yeah, I mean, anything at all will help. Yeah. I mean, you have people giving you a fiver and they'll, they'll say, oh, it's very little. No, it's sure, not very little. It's yeah. huge. It's huge because all those fibers add up. You know, and we're trying to think of other events to do now. We've kind of run out of events. We've done a lot of events, fundraising events. So we're trying to think of other things to do now. Like I said, we have the the mini, you know, the women's mini marathon. We have that. So we're trying to think of what else. We're thinking maybe an 80s night yeah. or a karaoke night or something like that. Something to get yeah. people out and about. And you don't even have to be able to sing for the karaoke night. We'll it's actually kind of better if you don't. Yeah. It's more entertaining yeah. for the yeah. people. Yeah. Caroline, thank you so yeah. very much. We wish you the very, very best of luck. Um, hopefully you'll get there and get sorted and we'll have Thanks you back Thanks for having on. me. You're absolutely welcome. And we wish you the very, very best of luck. Thank you. Thanks a million. Coming up next, complaining about the weather to Met Aaron. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.